to cheating our lives as projects, as young adults we want to take our lives somewhere, we want to achieve something, we want to build a career, have a happy family, a nice house, these are all things that we strive to get as an outcome of our endeavor. We're very deeply programmed to think of purpose and outcome as the same thing. At a bigger level we even see the purpose of our lives, our reward in Akhirah. So the whole of our life is a, is a process and the purpose of it is what's going to happen after we've died. another way of looking at purpose and that is that purpose isn't only about outcome. That a thing is inherently its own purpose. These two understanding, understandings of purpose aren't necessarily mutually exclusive because you can hold on to both, you can affirm both. But they do, in a sense, operate in different realms. And I dare say the sense of purpose that sees the purpose of one's life being life itself, I, I suggest that that's a superior way of looking at one's purpose. It doesn't negate purpose in, as outcome but it, it, is, um, it is a more profound way of looking at the idea of purpose and it actually opens up uh, a much more enriching experience of life. The evidence that we would uh, have for suggesting that life is its own purpose, is the very fact that our Rabb has said that he, he created because he loved to be known. And that suggests that the purpose of, of, of life in general and experience in particular is worshipfulness and worship. It's appropriate to explore what this word worship means. If I'm worshipful, 
I am in awe. If I'm worshipful, I'm recognizing praiseworthiness. If I'm worshipful, I am in a wondrous state of bewilderment at the stupendous nature of that which I'm worshipping, of the one who I'm worshipping. If I'm worshipful, I'm not saying I will be in a state of awe. I'm not saying I will be in a state of wondrous and stupendous enthrallment of what I'm... I say I am in a state of wonder. It is a present tense assertion to be worshipful. It is not a future-focused idea. It is not about getting somewhere. It is about being in a place. So the purpose that he created this extraordinary spectacle of existence for is for us to be in a place, not to get somewhere, but to be in the place of being worshipful here now. To be amazed. So that is to suggest that the purpose is to be borne out in the experience. And what's interesting about experience is that experience is a two-handed problem. It's like two hands that wash each other. There's that which is being experienced, if you like, that in the object in the world. And then there's that which is the one who is doing the experiencing. And these things do not exist independently of each other. What would be the point of the most stupendous um, symphony if every human being in the world were deaf? What would be the point of an amazingly beautiful sunset if every human being were blind? What would be the point of um, an amazingly fragrant flower if all created beings couldn't smell? It is the, the capacity to experience is the other side of that which is being experienced. And those two together produce an experience. Experience is not just in the object. Experience produces, is, is simultaneously the object and the subject. If we say the purpose of existence is, a, is awe and amazement, and the purpose of existence is in the experience, is to open yourself to experience. Opening yourself to experience means that wherever you are, 
you allow yourself to savor in a spirit of appreciativeness that which your Rabb has put in front of you. Doing that, living in such a way that you experience and savor in a spirit of appreciativeness that which your Rabb has put in front of you is the supreme act. It is the supreme moral act. All other things that we do are ancillary to, subsequent to, and if you like, secondarily, sec secondary to this first act, which is the act of profound experience. It doesn't negate action. It doesn't say you should not act. And indeed, it doesn't even suggest that you should not act morally and appropriately and correctly. All of this is true. But it's putting emphasis on the right side of the cycle of action and perception. I cannot act appropriately if I don't perceive appropriately. So my right action is based on appropriate perception. Every action that I make delivers me to a place where I now perceive something. And if I've acted well, I've probably end up in a place where what I perceive is superior to and is more profound than what I perceived before. That's called growth. Every time I act appropriately, Things change, I change. In the cycle of perception and action, the, the weight, the ballast, the significance goes to the perception side and not the action side. It is far more important to perceive and to experience, particularly in a spirit of worshipfulness and appreciativeness, than what it is to do the right thing. Another way of phrasing this is to say that any moral action, any justice that is executed without love, because love is again consistent with appreciativeness, is, is not justice, it's brutality. So we need to bear this in mind when we look out at the world that we're in. Um, as Muslims, with a big wagging finger, wanting to set right all the wrongs. Because this world that we're judging is his world. This existence that we're coming out in round disapproval of is his existence. And until we've found what there is to be appreciative in it and about it or of it, we will not, our so-called just action will not be constructive. It will not be uplifting. And we will also experience very pinched, narrow 
and sour lives. Lives that aren't lives of appreciativeness and worshipfulness. Lives that aren't full, but are empty and are mean and demeaning. Oh, may Allah grant us an to him. May grant us annihilation in him. May grant us death before we die. In Allah, our malaikatu, you salu ala nabihiya, you ala dina amanu, salu ala you salim and taslima. Allahumma salli ala Sayyidina Muhammad bin Abdika wa Rasulika nabiyya wa ala ali wa sahbihi wa taslima. Subhana rabbika rabbazati ya ma'isifun. Wassalamu ala wa sallim. Walhamdulillahi rabbil alamin.